0: Capital Retirement Strategies and Cambridge Investment Research are not affiliated.
1: To Plan for Life Now, episode number forty seven. Wow. We're getting close to our fiftieth anniversary episode. I can't wait for the celebration uh, that's gonna come with that. We
0: have to come up with
1: something for that. Uh yeah, no, well, we've do it got, now. We got a couple more. At the pace we're going, we're basically doing these once a month. Right. Um, I was actually thinking maybe we should just say this is a monthly podcast and actually mm. commit to just doing it once a month. Wow. Do As we a, do them once a month? I thought we did it, more. We've done it exactly once a month so far this year. So this will be Really? Our, this will be our 11th podcast of this year, and here we are in November. So, But I would say no, because
0: sometimes we may want to do another one. I doubt we'll do less than one a month, because we do them at least once a month. But we, right. what if we want to do more, and then all of a sudden it was a monthly podcast? Well, we could always have a special re- We can have a break special news, episode. <laughs> breaking news, Plan right. for Life Now podcast.
1: All right, well, we'll we'll mull that one over. We'll think about that. Another thing I wanted to talk about before we get into our real topic for the day, and I guess this is partially tied into the fact that we're doing these once a month or so, yeah. is we've had zero Redskin picks on our right. podcast this year. We
0: don't do that because it's such a stupid idea. <laughs> a, I know we'd be wrong a lot based on the Redskin season, which has been yeah, a weird season. Um, and then people listen to these at weird times, which makes yeah predicting versus the radio show, which was all but,
1: live. But, you know, you know it, it, I think people really got a kick out of, especially because they weren't listening to it live. Really? Let's do it then. All right. Who are they playing? Houston Houston. Week?
0: I'm going to this game with my son. Okay. Now, my son and I, our record is dismal, but. We went, good, yeah. we went to the Cowboys game. We went to the Cowboys game. It was a great father-son bonding moment, actually going to a Redskin cowboy victory. Right. Um, so we play Houston this week. This okay. is why these predictions are going to be wrong. I mean, the Redskins were, are the worst 6-3 team in NFL history. <laughs> <laughs> they won last—you know, it's an interesting statistic that— An NFL record was broken. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week broke the record for most yards and least
1: points. points, They
0: they gained 500 yards and only scored three points, and no team had ever gained more than 450 yards ever in the history of the National Football League and only get three points or less.
1: Kind of hurts your cause when you turn over the ball in the red zone again and again and again. That was a wild game. So Houston's coming to town,
0: and they are better than us on paper. But that's most teams, yeah. really. Yeah, um, We're playing at home. We're underdogs. We're home underdogs. I'm going to go with the Redskins only because usually home underdogs do well, especially a team that, at the end of the day, 6-3, and three, I'll take the Redskins in an upset.
1: Okay. 2017. I'm going to go against you. I was, jeez, oh, i got to pick a different score now because I was going to say 2017. You can pick the same score. It doesn't now, matter. No, it's, it's going to be a weird score. It's going to be something like uh, 17-15. Houston. But uh yeah, I you know, we'll I, see. I think it'll be in that same vein where it'll come down to you never know uh be a pretty close game, right. but it's very rare to have a Redskin game
0: in November. And if they lose, they it's they're still okay. Usually if you have a Redskins in November and they're in the playoff hunt, if they lose, the season's over. Right. Not you know,
1: if they lose, okay, well then they only have a one game lead in the division. that never happens. Right. So, we'll see. All right, let's transition to talking about real stuff, uh, meaning financial topics. And of course, the financial topic that we want to tackle here is I'll call it the continued volatility, because we saw this basically since the beginning of October, um, you know, almost precisely since the beginning of October. The stock market has come down, we've hit that correction territory of down 10% as of when we're recording this right now the market's down i think about 8.2% off of its its high value there and inevitably one of the questions that we get from people is you know what do we do should right. we stay the course what should we do should we sell and get out should we you know what should we do yeah. now <laughs> rarely do we get the question hey should we buy more but, you know, every once in a while, get, people will say... Right. You don't get that question. But, you
0: know, what's interesting about this little downturn, and it could be a big downturn, we we don't know, is that it's been going. This isn't Brexit. Right. This, is, yeah, this isn't yesterday's downturn. This isn't, like, down for a couple days and then it comes back. This has been, you know, it's been going on for a while. We've It's had the volatility of some serious downs and then some gyrating ups. Yep. But at the end of the day been down for a while and the calls will be trickling in not just us but every financial advisor
1: in this country. Right calls and this is what we're doing today is and if your fi- financial advisor is yourself then you're having this discussion with yourself you yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. but
0: we're going to do a dramatic presentation all right which we never do on the podcast but we did it more
1: I'm gonna I'm, <laughs>
0: I'm gonna a little, be the
1: client I'm a little nervous on how this is It's unscripted go. It's and unscripted. I don't have any
0: notes written down either because I don't write notes for the podcast all right but I'm gonna play the client. Yep, and I'm going to use the voice of if you listen to the radio show Old Man Dividend because whenever <laughs> I play anybody it's always the Old Man Dividend voice. And okay. you'll be you, you're playing yourself. That's always hard in the movies, people oh, playing yeah. themselves. Right. <laughs> the best person who ever played themselves in the history by the way of movies was Bob Barker in Happy Gilmore.
1: Yeah. When he played golf fight with, and with the celebrity golf, Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guess, so you'll
0: play yourself. Okay. And Well, you'll see how the conversation goes. I'm (laughs) going to try to convince you of
1: something. Like I said, I'm a little nervous, but all right, right, let's go ahead.
0: This is Plan for Life Now Theater.
1: Ring, ring. (laughs) Hello, this is Steve. Hi, Steve. How are you? It's... Old Man Dividend. How you doing, Old Man?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. That's good. How are your kids doing? They're good. They're good. I think I told you we got the dog this summer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah been- I remember.
0: I had, we don't do a dog anymore, my wife and I. We don't, you know, we're too old to start over, but that's
1: great. That's yeah, good that's to hear. A little, little hectic, but fun.
0: Good. Well, I'll tell you, the reason I called, first of all, I'd like to say very happy with everything. That's for sure. Um, yeah, but the reason I called was, you know, the market's been down for a while, and I'm thinking, especially what's going on, and I know you guys have explained, certainly explained, what we do with our stocks and all that, but I'm just thinking for a little while, because it's down, I'm a little worried about it. just for a while, I'd like to move uh, some of my mutual funds, shift them out of the stocks, and shift them into bond. a bond position, you guys do bonds, I mean, we have bonds, but I want to move part of it over now because things are down and i think they're going to keep going down and okay. i think they're going to keep going down for a while and then i think things will get better but so yeah so basically i'm not talking about moving all my stock but if i you know i basically have a 70 30 portfolio i would let's make it 20 percent stocks for a while
1: all right, so Mr. Dividend, let, let's break this down. Your question, your desire to get out of stocks, because I, I certainly understand it. Things have been volatile lately. You know the news; it's it's upsetting to hear about tariffs and to hear about rising interest rates. But let's break this down into a couple different parts. So, big picture, this idea of getting out of the stock market and then getting back into it. I, I'd love to share with you all the research. But let me summarize it for you. The research says that you can't time the market. you can't I'm not pick the good times to I, get in. Steve I know that. I'm not trying to time the market. I'm just talking I'm talking about
0: a short break until because this stuff is getting the other day I saw it was tariffs I don't know about these tariffs but anyway, the other I'm thinking a break,
1: not a timing. Well, but, but here's the thing it is let's go back and use some recent examples like Brexit or even when Trump got elected president. Those were things where the futures plunged. They thought that everything was going to be terrible and then Brexit was two days of the market being down and it bounced back. Trump wasn't even a day. By the time the market opened, it had bounced back. Even earlier this year, I think a lot of people have forgotten that we had a 10% correction earlier this year, and it bounced back pretty quickly. Um, The problem with getting out of the market and waiting to get back in is just you don't know when to get back in. And I know it always feels like, well, the news is bad right now. This is not a great time. But these things happen again and again. Well, here's my feeling. Wait a second. Okay, I'm not
0: thinking, this is different than those times, because this is going on for a while, and then we got all this political stuff, which needs to calm out a little bit, you know, once everybody gets settled in there, and then and, and, and we've been going up a lot, I wasn't worried about Brexit, I wasn't but this has been going on for a while, and now I'm just saying, a break, things calm down right, and then I will call you you know, and then we'll, but not like trying to oh they're down now so I'm coming out and they're up now and not timing more of a break
1: well so so let's take this from the big picture the idea of being able to time the market down to your specific situation uh, you know I know that your portfolio is 70 30 stocks and bonds right now right and I also know that you and your wife both have social security and you've got a little bit of a pension So when we look at the money that's coming out of your portfolio, because you're retired right now, the money that's coming out of your portfolio, we could take those withdrawals just purely from the bonds in your portfolio for the next seven years if we had to. So the idea would be stock market really crashes. Let's say I convince you to stay in stocks how you are now, but it goes way down. And they take, stocks take five, six, seven years to recover. And if we look historically, the financial crisis, everything recovered by 2013. Happened in 08, 09. Recovered by 2013. If you go back to the tech bubble, took a couple years after that to recover. If we let the stocks recover and we simply take withdrawals from bonds, we don't have to worry about selling stocks when they're low. Hmm. Well,
0: I'll tell you what. <laughs> you make a pretty good argument there. I guess I should. I don't know. I just want to feel better about it.
1: Well, I'll that tell you helps. what.
0: That helps a little bit, Steve. That's why you're my financial advisor. That's what I told Mary. Doesn't want to talk. Well, I know. I'll tell you what. I hold on. I know. Mary, Mary gets on my case because Mary just says, "Why don't you just listen to Steve?" Steve knows what we do, and
1: now I'm listening. But I'm just upset. Well, let's do up, this. I'm just upset. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mr. Dividend, let's do this. Uh, you know, we're scheduled to to sit down for a meeting coming up in January. Um, at, at that time, let's take a look at your overall allocation. You know, seventy thirty made sense for a long time, but let's see if maybe it does make sense. Maybe your risk tolerance has changed. If that's a reason for making an allocation change, that's different than making an allocation change because we're we're upset or we're panicking about something. I don't so panic I think that's about worth-
0: stocks, so I don't think that... All right, well, why don't we do this? I will, we will discuss this in January. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully that puppy is doing okay for you then, <laughs> right? And things will be okay. Mary's happy. We'll just discuss it again, uh, and let's just see what's happening, I guess, then. All right. All right. thank you, Steve. No problem. Have a good Anytime. Thanksgiving. You too. And Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. And care. happy New Year because I know we're meeting sometime in January.
1: Um so I mean, obviously that's a, a fictional recreation there, but it's pretty accurate to a lot of the conversations <laughs> that we have. And it's believe me, what we understand that it it's painful to watch the news, see stocks going down, Look at your statements and see I've lost potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars of wealth. Right? I mean if yeah. you're you know, if, oh, you're, yeah. if you're worth a couple million dollars and your portfolio's gone down, you know, seven, eight, nine percent, yeah, that's hundreds of thousands right. of dollars there. Um but you have to understand a couple of things. First of all, that is a natural part of investing. Like right? That is not abnormal, that's that's more normal to have these ten percent corrections in there. And the, the reason, you know, the reason why you get to benefit from years like 2017, when everything was up, remember that? That was a good old day. Yeah, everything, it was, everything was, was up,
0: <laughs> and it was steady. Yeah, it was very not steady. volatile and up. That yeah. would be great if it was every year.
1: The reason why you get to enjoy those is because you have to go through these times when when things are down. And, and I mentioned on that, that phone call with Old Man Dividend there, you know, all the studies that show that you can't time the market. And in fact, what the studies show very clearly is that a lot of investors do exactly what he wanted to do, is when the markets go down, people want to sell stocks. Right. And when do they want to buy in again? When it's gone back up. And on average, that costs investors about three to four oh, percent yeah. per year.
0: Because you don't know when it's real, and when it does really start to get back up, you've just missed out. You've just missed yeah. out on gains. If it, if a financial advisor is listening to this, I would say <laughs> a our job is to really do exactly what you did in that little play, which is to push it off. Whatever they some a client wants to do, yeah. try to push it off a little bit. Uh, a yeah. gives. Client, a little more time to think about it. They might have a risk tolerance difference, which means no matter what, right. it might be time to adjust that portfolio. But in general, when it's emotional, it gives them time, more time to think about it. And maybe things have gone up a little bit by that time you right. thought about it, yeah. in which case it won't even be a thought. They won't even remember they made the phone call.
1: Yeah. But and if you don't rather. have a
0: financial advisor and you're just doing this, it's in your head for yourself, then the only thing you can really do is when you start feeling that to listen to the right. arguments Steve just made.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can, you know, make that argument on the you can't time the market side of things. And I, I don't know that people always connect with that. You know, they might say, well, the data says that, but for my situation, I'm going to do this. I, sometimes I think it's more powerful to to bring it down to their situation. And I didn't, I wasn't quick enough to make up these numbers on the spot. But, you know, with a lot of clients, we'll say, look, you've got, Forty thousand dollars a year coming in from Social Security, twenty thousand coming in from your pension. You're, you know, only taking twenty thousand off of your portfolio. Given all the bonds and cash you have in your portfolio, you could probably take that for, like I said, the old man did right. in five, six, seven yeah. years. And that really puts those stocks in perspective. You know, if you were using the stocks to, you know, buy Christmas presents or you know, even this year or next year, yeah, that's trouble. If stocks are down, you know, that's a problem. Um, but if you have this idea, right. I'm not even going to touch these that's for right. seven It's years. a hard
0: argument. Even like when I was playing the role of old man dividend, I was just going to try to come up with every argument I could. But even then, when you said that, I didn't have much, I had to go act like my wife was bothering me because I didn't that's always I didn't have any good argument always a good go-to <laughs> it was Mary Dividend. Back. all of a sudden was bugging this guy so because it's pretty hard to argue with that and really what we're not trying to have an argument with people we're just trying to sort of let the common sense sink in when they're really have no emotion there's no physical or tangible need to sell stocks when they're low right
1: yep and, and I mean I think it also is a good reminder just um, you know, when when we've been having reviews with people looking at bonds and bond investments and they're going, oh, these bonds are so boring, they're getting 1%, 2%. Uh, well, that that's the reason why we hold those in there is not to get double-digit returns on them but is basically to be that, that life raft, that safety piece when the market really goes down. Um, yeah. So it's that's a good reminder of that. All right. Well, that was a fun, dramatic recreation. (laughs) It was fun. We might have to bring that into our regular rotation. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us, and we'll check in again soon.